Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 342. This is your guide to the geek side, and I'm your host, Todd Oxer. Joined by my constant companion, Charlie Carden. My friend, Purple. how are you? Purple rain. I'm good. I'm good. It's Sunday. Nice, gentle summer rain outside. Summerish. Still summer. Still technically summer. Early fall. Kind You've of got rain eight hitman. days until summer ends. Eight days of eight days of summer. Wasn't that a uh, boy band? Five seconds of summer. I don't know. Five so, seconds of summer. Not a boy so, band, but a pop punk. Some yes. some some measurement of time. Yes. 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 So uh, we are back together to talk about the things. All things nerd apparently geek media what you would have in the world of comic books uh sci-fi fantasy uh tv and movies um and uh, just let you know check us out on uh youtube and on your favorite favorite podcast service of choice review us uh subscribe and also give us a rating because we want to hear what you think about our shows and we would love to uh add on your thoughts your comments and things you want us to to talk about on the show we, but with that we want to give people what they like and you know what i like oh um, what do you like i don't know how much i like it but i know i was reading this title back uh at the end of 1991 but uh we have a comic as we do it every week uh that matches a number of our episodes this is the uh original avengers run uh number 342 we have a dude with pasty white skin and basically Arnold Schwarzenegger's outfit from Terminator 2, messing up the Avengers. Yeah, he's wearing a big old long trench coat. Okay, the trench coat's a little different than Arnie, but is it a trench coat? It looks like a leather jacket with the sleeves rolled up. Well, but but if you look, there's if you look behind Cap, there's like the tail of it, right? So this guy's holding Captain Maybe. America by his sure. throat, and he's holding uh, Rage. We talked about Rage before. He was the yes. the kid who was toxic waste, aged into an adult, and he had superpowers. And then uh, we have this was during the very brief period of time when. Firestar and Night Thrasher from the New Warriors, which is one of our stories we'll be talking about, uh, were members of the team, along with the Falcon for like five seconds. Falcon was very much like, I think he would stop by to do his laundry and then he'd be in an issue and then he'd be gone. Because he was never like on the team for like any kind of duration of time. So that was that was a weird guard. That was, you know, just prior to like the Leather Jackets era where you had Crystal and you had Cersei, who's from the Eternals. And I don't know which is, I don't know if that's Angelina Jolie's character. Maybe from I don't think details. so. No, I guess we'll no. find out. She's one of them. No, no, uh, Sir, uh, Crystal. Well, I mean, Cersei. Yeah, I'm not sure who's playing Cersei. Quite honestly, I don't even know if she's in the the movie. To be I honest, would pay, she's literally the only Eternal I'm familiar with because she was in the Avengers. But anyway, uh, background of this just says hate, 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 which of course reminded me of the famous player haters ball sketch from the Chappelle show in the early 2000s. So I saw it and it made my hate bubble smile. <laughs> you know, it should. I mean, this is a weird uh, issue. And I mean, uh, yeah, the, it, it's funny that cap was uh, sticking around for this title because at that point he was the only character of like any type of weight that was still in this comic. Well, the, I the, looked at like the, yeah, well, I would say the, well, if you look at the box, uh, you still had Thor and vision and Hercules in it, but on the cover, well, Hercules was oh, always like the the sidebar. He was never right. like a, a core of uh, Avengers. Yeah, uh, he he was for actually. I'm still reading it now, and I'm not that far ahead of this. And he was one of the regular members of the team. But the other one was the Black Knight with his lightsaber, not his regular sword. It was just it was not a good scene. That was a it was a bad. Like yeah. I said, le leather yeah. jackets area is absolute write off. Not good yeah, uh, nobody remembered that era of the Avengers. And quite honestly, I would say the Avengers has a lot of bad, more probably more bad than good stories until you got into the 2000s. So, you know what? Let's look forward to the great stories of the Avengers versus the bad. So, uh, you know what? If you've got some great Avengers stories you want to talk about, let us know. Yes, indeed. I love it. And we can talk to you in the credits about how to do that. But in the meantime... Uh, let's bop on over to the corner of uh, D Street and Main down in the Bowery to talk to our number one news correspondent since 1947, Madam Webb, 
with the rumors and news. So let's do it. Now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. Yes, we're sitting in the news section of the podcast. So Madam Webb, thank you for being around. I know uh, you are probably between gigs, uh, driving school buses, uh, managing daycares, and uh, coming up with... uh, alternative remedies for managing COVID, but you know what? We don't want your uh, voodoo magic to come around our podcast, but thank you for sharing your stories. But in the meantime, we've got many stories to talk about this week. The first one, though, we got a trailer from Matrix Resurrections, which, wow, talk about... I know. You know, I don't know what... I mean, the Matrix is such a weird property because... It started off so good, and then it ended so badly. We had I, video games, we yeah. had an MMO, we had the movie, we had multiple sequels, and we had the brothers that made it, and they've transitioned, actually. But we have one, only one of them coming back to revisit this franchise, and that is Lana Wachowski to come back to Matrix Resurrections. Is, is Lana Wachowski a, a, a man or a woman? Uh, Lana transitioned. So oh, brothers, that, and they transitioned. That, that yes. kind of transition. That okay, my yes. They've they've transitioned to uh, different genders, and they are they are doing that. And in one of the Under, other understood. siblings have have left it. So it's just Lana at this point, okay. and I believe right. at this point, yeah, they brought back much of the cast for this movie. Mm. And um, and as we watched this trailer, which was just finally brought forward, which is coming this fall. It is almost like a different viewpoint of did the original Matrix really even happen as Keanu Reeves is coming back to say, I don't know what I who I am and where I belong. And that's kind of where we're going forward on this track. So it kind of feels like a a new voyage to revisit potentially what might have or might not have happened. Right. I I I did. And again, with the Matrix. I mean, it was the pinnacle of the 90s, like Y2K, like flashy and the music and everybody had frosted tips and they were flipping around doing karate and shit and everybody was in black leather. I was kind of like, yeah, I know everybody digs on this, but I kind of tolerated it and I know I ended up seeing it a bunch of times. It was never really 100% my thing. Those sequels, though, and I know they were talking about this on the Weekly Planet not that long ago. Oh, my God bad from worse from and then they film them back to back and they were just yes. really really creatively bankrupt and just a total mess just a total mess they were trying to be like the matrix is a thing that is a thing but every 120 years it becomes another thing unless the yeah. other thing happens and then it's did the body oh boy Mm-mm. so you're right this is i mean it's a good way to do a to do a reboot softer otherwise it's just be like was the whole thing a scam and plus he's looking like john wick which i dig even though yeah I exactly everybody john says wick, yeah. keanu, keanu reeves can basically be keanu reeves in any movie and it doesn't matter right. is he bill and ted is he john wick right. is it's he beard, it's, it's beard no beard beard no beard but the hair is the same length a little bit of shaving can sh- completely changes but i mean we get carrie and moss returning we got a guy who is essentially from uh watchman who becomes uh, uh morpheus who was not Morpheus because that's Larry Fishburne. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a mix of all these things. It just becomes like a, what is this truly going to be? And I agree the the sequels were half baked and half horrible. And I don't even know what happened. It was weird. CGI just didn't really, wasn't capable of doing what they wanted to do. It was just bad. So I liked the first movie and they really brought forward some really cool technical innovations in regards mm-hmm. to like, um, the bullet time and all those things. I don't know if I saw anything like special and unique in this new trailer that says they're going to transform filmmaking again from a special effects French right. uh, perspective. But once again, it's just a cool premise and idea. And can they pull it off or is it just going to be a failure again? And the franchise should probably die. Well, I, I mean, don't know. And again, and again, coming back with a cool premise, like, Great example, and I'll talk about this in the Geek Easy, but we saw Malignant over the weekend, which I'll be talking about with Rich over on View from the Couch in a couple weeks. Great concept, terrible script. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll jump ahead just because it's relevant. Oh, so, no. 
Oh no, you spoilers, know, Charlie. I know. I, I unspo- well, I didn't say anything more specific than that. But that that's the risk. This might be a cool concept, but it might have a terrible script. So it may it may not be so great in execution. So only time will tell when we get this December? Is this like a Christmas movie? Yes, it's going to be December 22nd. Uh, Yeah, and this is HBO Max. This is like one of the last films that's going to be on HBO Max, like uh, in day and date with uh, theater. So we'll see how this goes. And and yeah, I don't know if this is the right time for this type of movie, if the holidays and everything. But, you know, I don't know. Nobody knows, quite honestly. up is up is down and black is white. Uh, Absolutely. And, and with with cinemas these days, you don't you don't know what's going to constitute hit. But anyway, we shall see. Um, but Absolutely. moving on to this, moving on to this next one. Uh, now, I had told you about this earlier in the week, and you were like, "Whatever." Well, I wasn't <laughs> sure what they meant. I'm like, "What do right. they mean? Go big." I'm like, "You know what? Are you going to bring out like some old?" comic books that i haven't thought right. about in 15 years like is this the shogun warriors finally returning it's a Marvel? yes Maybe. team america team america yes. with the micronauts give it to uh me. what us us uh 78 us one yeah. i actually have i know i still have a copy because the sure. only comics the why only did comics, you even own a copy charlie it was one it was one of those like here by you know you're i'm supporting a local shop at a show it's buy a bundle of 10 no buy, it's because you love you secretly 20. yearn to be a trucker <laughs> uh, well, you know, why do you th- why do you think my life's motto is keep on trucking? That's true. You want to be on the road with a forty uh, foot tractor trailer. We exactly all correct. want that. Yeah. But anyway, Marvel Unlimited, which Todd and I both enjoy, uh, is the all you can eat. You know, Marvel Comics app. They've got comics going back, obviously, to the very beginning of time. It would seem, you know, since the nineteen forties when Marvel started. But they have completely re, uh, re kind of revolutionized uh, the entire layout of their app. So this happened on Thursday. No, it happened on Friday. It was announced on Thursday. I got an email. Uh, and then on Friday I had to update the app because they are now kind of going in this different direction where they're creating this exclusive content uh, with some serious hitters. Hickman, Young, Thompson, Dugan, Declan Shavely, uh, I don't know who that is, but regardless, uh, it's going to be a separate line called Infinity Comics. And I know that we've had some conversation happening uh, from David Bird, who's a regular contributor over on the Secret Friends group, about this today. I read, I just read, I, I'm still going through my Avengers read-through, so I read a comic today. Didn't notice a, a huge change in how that was laid out, but I've not dipped into these comics yet. But now seems like kind of a good time to try it, because I would imagine without even really looking that, you know, they're, they're going to be, you know, unique tales for all of Marvel's, you know, big hitters. You're going to have some Spider-Man, Avengers, Fantastic Four, Captain America, and, and that all sounds pretty cool to me. So I don't know, Todd, have you dipped in yet? Did you update and check it out? <laughs> I did, and the big part is, I mean, the, the Infinity Comics are kind of cool. They're creating specific, unique comics only to Marvel Unlimited, which mm-hmm. uh, DC has done with the Infinity app, where they make these are comics are only you can get from our app. Very cool. Right. Uh, what I couldn't find was the in, new Infinity Comics, which I don't know if they're live yet. But the, the thing that they're doing, Charlie, which I think is really cool, is they're making them to really take advantage of the medium. Right, digital yeah. comics, reading from, the, from a layout up to down, right. Right? right, versus side to side, which I'm right. like, that's kind of cool because yeah, we struggle with that because of the comic, um, right, side to side, Propor- and proportionally with those older yeah. comics, that could be a real and the, issue. And they've done some cool things with like doing like we're gonna do only by frame to frame, so you can kind of do that. But it's like comics ultimately is a hu- really unique medium where sometimes you need to be like this page is going to happen, but the next page is going to be a huge surprise. Don't look at that next page because you don't want to be surprised, even though I'm like, I'm reading the comic and I'm reading it. So I see the surprise on the next page, but is it because I turned it? Something cool is happening on that page. So comic creators are always doing a unique thing with the way the medium works with a Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. paper copy. But if you think about that from going from top to bottom, as you do like news articles, things like that, that's kind of cool. I mean, but it takes a different set of muscles creatively to do something like that. So I like that. I just don't know the infinity comics. Cause when I looked at the app, I'm like, did I update it? I don't know, but I want to check out the comics and see how they flow. So I don't know, but I I mean, I like the app and, and maybe it's there, but I, I probably need to really understand if it's ready in my app or I didn't screw it up and I'm ready to go. 
Right. Well, yeah. All you can do is play with it. But I, I didn't. I, yeah, exactly. I feel, like I, I feel like I saw him, but I didn't. I, you know, I was doing other stuff today, so I didn't really. Yeah. Do I mean, so. did you see any? I didn't see an area where it said specifically Infinity Comics, where these are the ones that are specific to the app. So I missed that. So if anybody knows where that is, or Charlie, if you see where it is, tell me. Right. And I'd love yes. to check out those exclusive comics yes. because the DC and the DC exclusive comics on Infinity are are infinite are really cool. So if these are yeah. cool comics that I can only well, get on the app. That's cool as well. It's a way. It's a reason to subscribe. That's definitely something. If we can settle on uh, something, we want to break down. We can kind of talk about. Yeah, the absolutely. Cool. So, so we'll maybe do that. The next All right. episode. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the next episode we talk about Infinity Comics. Infinity Comics. Well, let me roll for it, and I'm going to do this one kind of quick because we covered this not once, not twice. But now a third time, which will be, which is only. But the first I time. am new, Charlie. So inform me. I am you speaking directly to me because I'm like, I what am. did I miss? Because I did I know, not watch the Star Trek Day. You're right. All the so, yeah, we we did the Star Trek Day. We tried to do a special issue. We had tech issues. Myself and Rich and, and Aaron. We had tech issues two times. So we we published it and scrapped it, and then we recorded our regular episode today, episode fifty, which you'll have already uh, listened to potentially by the time you're hearing this. But yeah, Star Trek Day uh, was celebrated on Wednesday of this past week. Uh, it was 55th anniversary of uh, Todd, as I've mentioned, the airing of The Man Trap, uh, the first televised episode of the original Star Trek. Which Day. man was trapped? Uh, was I trapped? We we already covered this. It was it was mostly Doctor McCoy, but at one point uh, Spock had to punch a woman. Uh, at the same creature That's tried sexist. to seduce Uhura. I know it's terrible. It was really bad. But anyway, we got uh, we got some solid information on Star Trek Prodigy, which is going to be a uh, animated program geared towards children, airing on Paramount Plus under the Nickelodeon brand. We are going to see that on October 28th. So a little over about six weeks from now. So we're very excited about that. Uh, We have not been fans of Lower Decks this season, uh, Rich and uh, Aaron and myself. But there was a mid-season trailer. uh, They just hit episode five. They're about to roll out the remaining episodes. The series has kind of turned into a parody of itself. And we're not super excited about that. And it looks like this blurb, you only have those two. Todd, I, boo. I, I'm sorry, but it's a okay. short day. Uh, From, so if you got more information, Charlie, I do. My I will. Is not I will going yes. to contain you. It well. Let me rattle off. We did get a fully fleshed out trailer, uh, but not a date for Star uh, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, which is going to uh, pick up the journey of uh, Anson Mount as Captain Pike, Rebecca Romaine as Number One, and Ethan Peck as a young Lieutenant Spock. We're also finding out that we have returning characters, newly cast characters, Cadet Uhura, as in Nayara Uhura, the classic character. We're getting a young Nurse Chapel who was original series character, uh, and Dr. Mabenga, who was a African-American physician that we saw in several episodes of the original series. So very exciting. We're getting a couple of legacy characters, one of which is a really cool alien. That's a riff uh, on a subspecies of the Andorians that came from Star Trek Enterprise. Uh, we're getting a kind of generic security officer, and we're getting another officer whose last name is Noonien Singh, a la Ooh. Khan Noonien Ooh. Singh, although Ooh. that was not really gone into with very heavy detail so that's that's pretty exciting when so, is uh that uh, so well, it's, it's really it was, just no no what is that taking place is that taking place post discovery that, that is before yeah much like the date of its premiere that has not been verified so we, okay. we will find i hope we'll it's post discovery yes yeah, I I it's post discovery yeah well it's see i would i would imagine it would be because okay. it would be tough it would be tough to capitalize on the momentum of our main sure. three characters without capitalizing on things that ha- that we've already seen them do so it just doesn't necessarily you hate to see spock you know go back and, and yeah and, and regress and, versus being right. where he is today well, right because yeah. the whole discovery season two was this yeah. emotional arc for him and yeah it'd be a shame to see that go away uh we did find out that picard will be jo- uh season two will be joining us in february of 2022 and we got this beautifully fleshed out trailer that talked about uh q coming back which we knew was going to be the driving force uh, of the season but q decided to um meddle uh in time and he is at some point in the 21st century he changed something which turned uh the entire federation or world as we know it into a totalitarian state that our Ooh. characters have to fix so yeah we do get our little gang of folks back in uh you know 2021 or thereabouts in los angeles you see some fun stuff like seven of nine and rafi have to steal a police car uh you see these 
crazy scenes of this very Nazi Germany-esque Starfleet with the black uniforms and the marching and the big, uh, you know, flag banners and different stuff. And you see a new Borg queen who's going to be portrayed by actress Anne Wershering, which we've already talked about uh, over on Code 47. So that was pretty awesome. We got a li- uh, we did get, obviously, that Lower Decks yawn uh, mid-season trailer. And then we got a beautiful snippet of the remade uh, 4K HD remaster of Star Trek The Motion Picture, the director's cut, which has been languishing in standard definition since it's released in 2001. So that's what I'm super excited about because that very misunderstood film, but it's very grandiose, directed by the late Robert Wise. It's something unto itself. And to see it to see it in, uh, for, in 4K, and it will also only be exclusively released on Paramount+, Plus, so you'll be watching it there anyway. Pretty sweet. So yeah, I would say the day was a success. There were a string of panels and different stuff, which you can kind of take from uh, what you will. But as far as the news announcements, there was some really great stuff. So we're pretty fired up. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's neat to see this. And uh, I, I don't know if this will be a annual celebration where yes, it goes but I, second year running i mean they did it okay. last year and i think i think it was as much influenced by uh covid as anything uh but last year was not a, an in-person event it was simply uh, a bunch of teams calls with the different actors talking about their stuff and which was still you got news out of it you sure, got to learn something things. that's okay yeah. yeah it was something so uh but yeah this was this was more of a produced event that was hosted by will wheaton it was hosted by LeVar Burton's daughter, whose name I'm drawing a blank on. She's very charismatic. Um, and then just, you know, I, I, panels of different actors uh, and just just a lot of Star Trek love and a beautiful orchestra. And the absolute worst rent-a-cop rent a uh, team of uh, red carpet commentators that you have ever seen. Two, oh, wow. They did, they made it that type of... Yeah. They, wow. They, they, I didn't ex- not expect that. They got two women from a talent agency who had never seen an episode of Star Trek. They were mispron- mispronouncing actors' names, mispronouncing show names, yeah. mispronouncing character names. Red it was, carpet it was... probably doesn't work for this type of event. Make yeah. it just online, and you know maybe uh, the fans can bring in comments versus the web and yeah. those type of things. Yeah, that's was, probably a good idea. Yeah, it was not great. But, it, but anyway, we, we got quality news out of it. Some of the panels were pretty enjoyable. So anyway... It was good stuff. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, this is neat. Uh, Star Trek is really at a golden era in regards to TV. And obviously, we know that more uh, movies and other content is coming. And Mm -hmm. uh, they don't cover the comic books, though, right, Charlie? Uh, No, comic books in Star Trek are traditionally non-canonical. And it's, it's just it's a separate animal so it's not like in star wars where everything that that the lucasfilm groups produce is is very interconnected uh the comics are separate and they they kind of follow their own path but they they don't receive any media coverage for the most part okay very good very good well star trek it's nice to see it It, it, it's at a fever pitch lots of new content coming and and no news yet on the movies that are coming but the Mm -hmm. tv content is alive and well very cool very cool i can't wait to watch more as I've said uh, before, this is the most uh, Star Trek content that has ever been produced at one time. Five different shows in production uh, in cool. the history of the franchise. So, you know, like you said, this is the second golden age. It's big. It's big time. Absolutely. And I've enjoyed it all. I, I'm behind on Lower Decks, but it's fun. And the two main series have been great. And I can't wait to see what they do next. So very. Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, live long and prosper and make money for Paramount Plus. Not new, not new. <laughs> Nanu, yes, Nanu. Yes. yes. Make, keep yes. it alive. All right. I'll let you spearhead this one, but I certainly yeah. have something to say about it. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's it's weird with the Disney Plus, you know, emergence. We were supposed to get a lot of interesting series with Marvel and the different properties. But now we've hearing about a lot of the, the casualties, essentially, with what was supposed to happen. And apparently we were going to get a new Warriors series on Hulu that got stra- scrapped, apparently. Uh, Squirrel Girl was going to be part part of that, and the oh. New Warriors was a big part of you know '90s Marvel, where it was essentially like almost like a Young Avengers before Young Avengers actually happened, and we were supposed to get a series on uh, you know Freeform. We were supposed to get uh, Squirrel Girl also coming to Freeform, but it got killed. I mean, it was part of that whole Jeff Leb. Uh, he was trying to do all these series like uh, was it Cloak and Dagger, uh, well, Runaways. That, that, that one unfortunately things. got made. Runaways was good. Uh, Cloak and Dagger, awful. Runaways, yeah. I enjoyed that one. 
Yeah, I enjoyed the first season. I really did not go back to the second season. Uh, but yeah, we were supposed to get a a bunch of other series, and this is just a casualty of it. Is the fact that New Warriors, which didn't happen, and Squirrel Girl, which was, and I will say this: Squirrel Girl seemed like to be a moment of zen that I think has kind of died. I think Squirrel Girl had her moment, and it's I kind mean, of over. Uh, I hate to say it because that—that's my wife's favorite comic book character. It's—it's it's a cosplay she's done for a number of years. Uh, right here uh, in these pictures, she's being portrayed by uh, Melania Weintraub, who is at the top. Of, uh, has always been at the top of my hall pass list. I am crazy about that girl. It's beautiful. Um, and but it's a character that, that she does not have an active title. It got canceled because no. it was—it was one of the ones that we subscribed to that April actually read. Which has not happened before again since. So kind of a heartbreaker to see Squirrel Girl kind of die off. But that's a super fun character that when we were active with the charity cosplay group that we were a part of, April, that was her main one. And kids lo- kids absolutely friggin' loved it. They knew it. It was a thing. But yeah, you're right. It's kind of it, it's kind of petered off. And that's a bummer because it's a very fun character. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's it becomes a scenario where a character becomes really popular like Miss Marvel or uh, Spider-Gwen or uh, Squirrel Girl, they either really catch on or they just, it's a moment in time and they just kind of peter out and it's like, yeah, it was kind of more of a gimmick and then we're moving on. Uh, And I think Squirrel Girl is the, uh, unfortunately, the other two characters have really, have been in movies or got series and Squirrel Girl seems to be a gimmick that was more than nothing more than that. And that was part of where we're seeing this. And essentially uh, the, the showrunner Kevin Beigel uh, basically retweeted uh, basically said uh, he, he showed footage and behind the scenes pictures of the new warriors pilot, but it's dead. So we knew though, this is what's going to happen. Once Disney plus came into fruition, uh, the Marvel properties were going to all be basically going to Disney Plus. We only had a few that would go to Hulu, and and I think at this point, Charlie, the only we've got going to Hulu is Modoc. Other than that, right? And and that. and and as Modoc kind of come and gone. That was a lot of fun, but again, the model is they yeah. all dropped, and I couldn't. I, I never just like you've said in the past. I've never given it a thought since because I watched it all, and it's just it's over. It was great, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, did they hit the numbers? Are they going to revisit it? It was absolutely awesome, but it was adult. And I don't know if Marvel and Disney want adult Marvel properties. I don't know. We are going to get more adult stuff going through like the movies, but, but of course, when I watched the, uh, what we'll we'll talk about this probably, uh, what if the most recent episode that's very adult, Kids don't want to watch zombies being blown up. So I don't oh, know or, yeah, where or they, they land. They, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, and again, they played it, you know, a little boy. I've now talked about both of the things that I'm going to talk about, the Geek Easy. Uh, yeah, they, they kept it a, a little tighter, but still, yeah, the subject matter. It, it was very gross. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was kind of yeah. cool. So, yeah, I don't know if anything's, any of these things will carry through, if Hulu will be the home for not, you know, PG-13 content with Marvel I'll be curious to see what they do. I would love there to be another venue that's not always safe for Disney Plus for properties to go, and I would love this to happen. Young Avengers, New Warriors, whatever it is, if they can do stuff over there, that'd be cool. But as of now, it's probably dead. No stuff. Well, hey, why don't you go ahead and take us home with this? Because this was this was your baby. This story. Right oh here. yeah, this is very cool. I did not really expect this to happen. So apparently, at this point, we're hearing now about a mother who was a huge fan of uh, her son, and that's where we take she, this. She was a huge fan of her son, who was a huge fan. Absolutely, of Master of the as Universe, we would. Right? Yeah. Who was a yeah exactly? Who was a huge fan of Master of the Universe, and he said. Dad, you know, mother, I cannot be a hero because I am black and there are no black characters on the screen. This happened in like 1984 when Master of the Universe, He-Man were were appearing. So his mother took the forefront to basically say, son, I'm going to create you a character called Sun Man and I'm going to make you see that you could be a hero. And this is crazy. This went nowhere, essentially. But now has, you know, Mattel came forward and said, we want this to happen. And it was really cool. There's a video on it that I watched. I'm like, this is amazing. The fact that Mattel has embraced this. They had their, their 
character designers, they had their uh, figure uh, producers, and also all of the talent that actually manages Mattel said, you know what, we're going to take this character and put it into the He-Man Masters of the Universe universe, and we have now created a character. It's Sun Man. This is very cool. And it's a heart-touching video with the mother talking about this and the journey it took and the creators and marketing managers and producers and character designers and Mattel saying, this is important. And we're going to make well, Sun Man a character within the Master of the Universe universe. So um, back in the day, this this mother created this for the son and it just kind of, he was, it was a drawing he had that language and somehow yep. this came to Mattel's attention recently or yeah, just, recently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that 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 is, and frankly, it's a pretty sweet looking character. I can't quite tell if he's got like a big neck piece or is that a cape or those are um, uh, feathers because he could fly. Oh, so gotcha. It's like feathers, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's got the he's got the big torch and kind of the Captain America s green shield. Uh, yeah, this this dude's badass. I'm down. You know, if I was a He Man collector, in his face, he has a very young face and even the hairstyle is very 1980s it almost looks like a little bit like gary coleman you know what i mean but urgh, that's awesome that's very cool yeah i do like yeah that. sun man was created by uh yula Asen, who is the mother of a son who wanted her son to see a character that looked like him very cool um and he's coming out and they and it's funny because they mentioned in the video a very cool video if you just watch it's like five minutes long uh yeah we have it here but basically it's how, this is a vintage plus so basically it's what the character would have looked like back in 1986 but they added a bunch of articulation and and different uh uh are basically pieces to go along with the character so very cool i and i just love this because it's amazing how many people that were our age charlie that ultimately said, I'm not a white character. Why can't I have someone that looks like me? And right. they were just unheard, but now they can be. So this is very cool. Right. I love this story. Very, I love inclusion. True. Yeah, no, yeah. It's Well, it's society marching forward. And like you said, things are representative of that. Should be something that everyone celebrates. So that that is awesome. I totally agree with you. Yeah, very, very cool. Check it out. It's very fun. We'll include links to the story going forward on our website. So check it out. Sun Man has joined with He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. But Sun with that, man. it's on man. Yeah, absolutely. So th with that, though, we move and we check in with our favorite establishment for all that's nerd with libation and excitement. And exciting places to hang out, talk about all we love in the world of nerd, and that's the Geekeasy. So let's go. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. We're setting the Geekeasy, the cover bands, uh, playing our favorite cover tunes. And we are getting our nerd on. So, Charlie. What's going on, man, in the world of nerds? My goodness. One-two punch. I was at the cinema, and then there was some new programming on this week. Uh, but uh, I'm uh, teaming up, uh, and Todd, as you have, with our shared uh cosplay uh or cosplay <laughs> uh podcasting husband uh rich davenport uh he is with he does a couple of shows on his own he's on our code 47 but we're helping him out with his view from the couch podcast over the next uh, month or so and one of the selections that he made that i'm helping out with is a movie uh being released by warner brothers called malignant this is a james wan film of course he's a famous horror director uh this was an original ip but what's basically going on with this is that it's the pacific northwest it's seattle uh and it's the early is that 90s. where all horror films happen well it's a, it's a maine and seattle it's a pretty scary place and it's funny to, to jump okay. forward there is a good 15 to 20 seconds at one point of a camera going around seattle from about four different angles with it raining and gray so hard that you can barely see what's going on. I turned to April and I said, is this really necessary? We know it's in Seattle. Everybody knows it rains. Everything about Seattle is miserable. Have you listened to grunge? Uh, just come on. But at any rate, Garbage the says I'm only happy when it rains. So right. Be true. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Correct. But at any rate, back in 93 at this mental hospital, there's this, uh, this, uh, what appears to be some kind of weird experimentation causing a fit and killing people behind a cloth. And the doctor rushes in and says, it's time to cut out the cancer. And I'm like, this is this is painting a picture of how bad the screenplay of this movie is because the script 
the dialogue is on par with the movie Infinite, which we talked about months ago, and I'm reviewing again to also do an episode of From the Couch with Rich on. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if they get a seventh grader to script these because it's really that poorly written. But what happens is we flash forward to present day. We meet a, a pregnant woman who has an abusive husband. They're having an argument. He pushes her around, smacks her head against the wall, and knocks herself out. Um, and then when she wakes up, her husband has been mysteriously murdered. And she has a, a blood stain on her pillow, like the back of her head is bleeding. And this is just bad because she starts to see, she starts to have this grisly vision of this leather jacketed uh, killer whose face you can't see murdering the people who were the doctors in the hospital back in the 90s. The main doctor and her cohort and the different people are all getting murdered. Um, and you're trying to figure out how is she seeing these things? What's going on? And that's when I'm not going to tell you anymore because I, like we were talking about the Matrix a little bit earlier, awesome concept, really, really bad script. But I was still glad to have sat through it because it was an original storyline. It wasn't super hard to decode. I bet we were like a third of the way through and April turned to me and said, oh, it's really blah, 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 blah. And then we knew it and we knew it was going on. So I'm not going to spoiler it too much. I think it's worth seeing. Um, if you don't want to make the trick to the theater, this bad boy is on HBO Max. So watch it that way. Todd, I want you to watch this movie. It's on HBO Max. There you go. Will I, be I, scared? Will I pee my pants? Uh, I can't guarantee that. Watch it with the lights off. There is some scary stuff. You also, learned, you also learned something super cool about the fact that, and I did some reading on this, in Seattle, at the end of the 19th century, there was a fire that wiped out the central business district of Seattle. And when they rebuilt, instead of building it in stone, or instead of building it in wood, they built it in stone um, 20 feet above everything there and so there's a whole seattle like underground that looks like an old museum that was stuff preserved that's Ooh. that's a central part of the movie so that's a real thing april totally Ooh, i need to out. go i need to go to seattle I know. to check that out then i absolutely want to say we should ask Johnny if it's about true that. based on the film well it's it is true there's a website it's real business so i'm oh, they very cool that part yeah so okay. yeah that's one that's one i want to see so anyway uh yes. so that was fun and then todd you and i both watched uh the latest mm -hmm. installment of what if I think this was episode five? Five, yes. Not is there going to be nine or thirteen? I'm not sure. Um, but th this was a riff on the classic uh, Robert Kirkman Marvel Zombies from the early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken. But told from the perspective of the MCU, which these all are. This, these are all what if tales that are spun off of things that happened in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So this was one that was spun off of the fact of what if in Ant Man and the Wasp when. Um, when Michael Douglas's uh, character of Hank Pym finds his wife in the super duper microverse, when he finds uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in the microverse, what if she has some kind of weird zombie parasite? He bites her. They come back from the microverse and the zombie uh, takes over everything. And so when Bruce Banner crashes to earth after getting his ass kicked by Thanos at the beginning of infinity war, he finds an earth where almost everybody is gone. So he, you know, he's subsequently rescued by some heroes that have survived. Um, and they've got to fight to uh, find a way to turn things around. So thought it was cool, but Todd, as you mentioned, this one's a little bit more, um, a little bit edgier than maybe you would necessarily expect, you know, something for, for kids to be enjoying. But I really dug it. I thought it was a good spin. Um, they obviously put some very original thought in this, so it didn't really ape the... Um, it didn't really ape the uh, the comics, so so I remember in the comics the zombies were there; they could still speak because yes. I remember they was they were sp still speaking to each other. Where in this one, they all still had control of their abilities. So it's like Iron Man was still doing his Iron Man thing, and so it's just a little riffs on a little bit here and there. But I, I thought it was very cool. Was, I, I thought it was one of the better episodes they've done so far. I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I, and I'm really enjoying what What If is trying to do. And and it's funny because uh, I talked to one of my friends and he's like, but it seems like this is very adult. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I mean, heroes eating other people and exploding is a bit extreme. So I'm not sure if Disney's doing a great job of really changing the the rating basis, the episode, because fighting Nazis is a little bit different than cutting off heroes heads and right. Or, zombies. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a weird take, but I really like that they're doing all these different premises and it's great. I enjoy that quite a bit. And it's like, this is what Marvel can really do. And this episode didn't end with a, 
oh yeah, everything's better now, which I like right. what, what if does. And what if premises, they rarely ever work out. And I think that's what we've been experienced with Charlie, right? I mean, the comic right. is always like, it's a one shot. Did it do it well? I don't know. Did they deliver a final premise? Probably not. Uh, well, that never and, really works out. And it's really rumored that the, these are all going to, that all the threads are going to kind of draw together in some fashion. And the end of this season will, and I believe it's been renewed to be back again. Oh, I'm sure it we'll, should be. We'll have, should be. Some, yeah. we'll have some kind of interconnectivity, not only within the worlds introduced, but then also to possibly spill over to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness sure. or even into, you know, Spider Man um, No Way Home or. No way out or no way, whatever it is they're calling it. So, uh, yeah. So working the animated uh, connectivity into the live action, I think would be pretty sweet because I would love to see Haley Atwell back. Because I was fan. surprised they went where they did, Charlie. Quite honestly, I'm like, whoa, they exploded things and it had things going. So I right. love this premise, and I'm like, it's right. great because I mean, it's going to take time for the MCU because it's a big, uh, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Can they explore different avenues of the Marvel universe? And this is a way for them to do that with limited, uh, I guess, disruption of what they're trying to do. And if they find something that works, they can simply say, yeah, this works. We're going to use it. I love that. So yeah, yeah, more to come, more to come. And we're going to get, like I said, four or five more episodes. Right. You know, I love this and I can't wait for more. So I love that we're getting this and not just more of the same. So Disney Plus, God almighty, I love what you're doing. Keep doing this stuff, and some of it will not work. But you know what? We'll get great things that come from it. So Disney Plus, thumbs up. Keep on Scooby doing it. Good deal. All right. How about you? What do you got going on this week? Comics, Charlie. I was reading comic books. Wow. Not bad. Yes. So I have some uh, covers in the flow. But really quickly, Superman 78, number one. I picked this up. Nice. My goodness, this was such a fun ride. The artist and the writer uh, really embraced what um, uh, Richard Donner tried to do with that uh, movie series. And they brought in Brainiac, which I'm like, awesome to see Brainiac. how they did it. They- Brainiac, ac, 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 ac. absolutely. And they captured the art style and the fun and just the premise of that series, but brought it forward to bring in new you know, uh, adventures within that uh, series. So I really enjoyed it. Um, And I, and I, it's only six issues apparently, and I can't wait to see what they do. I mean, I thought it was so much fun. Um, They, they used the Brainiac from the superpower series. Remember that Charlie, the, the Android with the the brain with Brainiac, but they also brought Brainiac with the green face and the things also as well. So Brainiac is not dead by the end of this issue. But more things are afoot. So I like this. We got no Lex Luthor, which is so funny because that whole movie series was all about Lex Luthor, Luthor all the time. And Luke's, Lex Luthor didn't even appear this. So I loved it. Well, they, but, he, but he's on the cover here, isn't he? He is, but he wasn't even in the issue. Very deceptive. Yes. Boo. And they, they nailed the, the, the look of all of the characters. So it looked like, you know, Christopher Reeve. It looked like Perry White. It looked like uh, Lois Lane. So I love this. Uh, we'll see how this goes. But man, with wish, issue number one, if you want to get this, it's great. There's no digital version. I mean, you can buy it digitally if you want. But it, if I right. buy the issue, it's not there. So I would oh, recommend this issue if anybody loves that series. So check it out. Superman I might, I might do, you know what? I'm going to do that right now. Keep talking. I'm going to buy it while you're talking. It's fantastic. Yeah. And then I read another comic because I'm a big Thor fan. And the character that's part of Thor and Walter Simonson, which is my favorite creator with Thor, um, he basically created a character named Beta Ray Bill, which was an alien that got proven worthy to raise a hammer and become a hero that looked like Thor. So Beta Ray Bill has a new comic on Marvel and marvel and i read it on marvel unlimited number one and it's really fun oh my goodness and this character has more development than i really expected and basically it's all about beta ray bill saying i've done all i can do i'm heroic but thor destroyed stormbreaker my hammer that allowed me to be not a demonic horse to fight evil forces and now i'm stuck in this form and I'm unhappy and I want to be heroic, but what do I do? And he's just kind of unhappy, but he's got to take on Fin Fang Foom, Charlie. 
Fear, I, fame, I, foam. I have I have a uh, a song title that covers all of this. Beta Ray to Thor. Uh, Rick Springfield, 1981. I've done everything for you. You've done nothing for me. Absolutely. And that's addressed gotcha. in this comic. And this yeah, is kind of exactly. where it goes. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't realize this, but Beta Ray Bill has a, apparently he was chosen as a young <clears throat> lad to basically become a hero from this, this race. And, and he was paired with a, uh, starship called, uh, Skull Dunger, I think it was named the, the that's starship. A, that, that sounds right. Yeah, so it's really cool, and he just is get, at the end of this comic. He's like, he's doing a call, and then he wants to, and he has a relationship with Sif, and apparently he used to be able to change forms to be more hum, human. I would imagine because because t- talk about a horse face, exactly. And then it was removed from him when his uh, Stormbreaker was removed, and he goes to talk to Sif, and she says, "How does this happen?" And they're about to get close and personal. He's like, "It can't because I've been." Uh, my my ability to transform has been removed and it's man it's it's depressing it's sad it's like and he feels so like limited and he leaves the end of the comic like he's taken off and he's like i'm i've got to figure out what i need to do with my stuff and he's going to go to odin and say give me another hammer yeah. that allows me to be a hero but also be who i truly am so this is a cool comic man that's, i really dug this that's kooky no and that one's on marvel limited i did just uh, purchase Superman seventy eight, and I, I subscribe to the series because you know what? If I dig it, I'll talk. I'll talk about issue two. I'll make you that yeah. commitment if I like it as much as you did. It's really cool, and I know you're a fan. So yeah, I love this though. I mean, it's a comic that I heard talked about. And I'm like, I love this. So yeah, it's on Marvel Unlimited Beta Ray Bill number one. Maybe they're more, but I mean, it's really mm-hmm. the art style is really cool too. And the 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 the, the 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 battles are neat. It looks awesome. The art style's cool. So check out Beta Ray Bill. Uh, Walt Simonson, man, oh man, I can't believe you created this character, but you're awesome. So there you Good go. Stuff. That Woo! is it for the Geek Easy, Charlie. Wrap it up. Well, we're gonna take it back. Uh, we're gonna take it back to a classic, uh, to a game. But in order to do that, we do have to square off against the mutants in the Thunderdome, in the land down under, making you chunder in a fried out combi, heading heading you a Vegemite sandwich uh, down in the Thunderdome. Let's do it. Welcome. To another edition of Thunderdome! Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome, and the mutants have been gathered for a topic or game to be entertained. And this week, we are talking about 20 questions. And so, this is a fun one. So, join us along our ride of Charlie and I quizzing each other on the character or person or whatever is this topic. We have 20 questions to figure out who it is. So Charlie, would you like to start on your journey in a comic book character that is now potentially beyond the page? I would like to receive. So you, Oh, so I have to ask me. Yes. So I have to be the one that guesses the character. Okay. I will start. So Charlie guess your first guess on the character. No, I'm going to comic books receive which means you're going to ask me oh i'm going to ask the questions i thought you would receive i I am receiving your questions okay so you will kick it off and i will ask the questions so very good so very very much so um is this a comic book character that has been in a movie yes okay great is this a comic book character that's been on a tv series yes oh two okay so comics and tv is this a marvel character Yes. Okay. Marvel character, comics, TV. Um, so, uh, very good. Um, is this a male character? Yes. Oh, should it's I be male? keeping track? I should be keeping track. Uh, that's three questions, question, so I'm, uh, I'm down three. I thought that was the fourth one. That was the fourth one. What would be the other ones? You said, is it, uh, uh, what would you say, if it was a TV, uh, movie? Movie. Uh, male. Ma- Okay. Marvel? 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 Did I yes, say Marvel so already? That's four. Yes, that's four. Yes, that's four. Right, okay. Absolutely. Right. So yeah, right, not to distract. So Marvel character multimedia. Okay. Uh, did this character uh, appear in a movie or a TV series in the 2020s? That was That is two questions. 
Okay. It, it, did this character appear in the 2020s? No. In 2020s. Okay, so it's a character before that. Okay, so is this part character part of the MCU? No. Not an MCU character. So, oh, interesting. So they are part of a TV series, but not part of the MCU. Okay. Um, did this character... Is this character... Um, hmm. You said male. Is this character part of a team? Yes. Part of a team. Male. Not part of the MCU, as we've seen on TV and movies. Um, okay. Um, is this character part of the supernatural universe? Negative. Not supernatural. Um, is this character have abilities beyond a normal human? No. Okay. But you said it's a male um, part of the Marvel Cin Marvel Universe. Okay, have we seen this character in a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie? Well, you already asked that question. No, I just asked the character. So, did you say yes or no? No, you had said, it, is it an MCU character? And I said no. Okay, so it's not been a part of that. But it's been in movies and TV, though. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Hmm. Um, and not supernatural. That's an interesting uh, take. So, um, if this character been on the page with the Avengers? No. Not the Avengers. Okay. Hmm. Is this character announced to be part of the MCU? No. Really? Oh, okay. So not part of the MCU. Not announced to be in the MCU. Um, is this character have anything to do with spider-man no does this character have anything to do with captain america no <laughs> i'm trying to get your like your 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 dalliances a, a marvel character okay um okay um so not part of the avengers as well okay wow this is a weird one um was this character part of a team yeah you already asked that one uh, oh i did ask part of a team Yes, okay. you did. Oh, I said, I thought I asked Avengers, but not necessarily part of a normal team. Okay. Um, part of a team. Um, okay. Where am I at? 13 questions. Oh, oh yes. my goodness. Okay. Was this character uh, a comic book Charlie would have read in his youth? Am I Charlie? Yes, it's a comic yes. book I read, that I read in my youth. Correct. Okay, but not Avengers, not Captain America. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Um, and not Spider-Man related. Okay. Um, interesting. Wow. Okay. Is. Hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. This is a hard one. So it's comic book character, Marvel related. Oh, boy. Um, okay. Um, is this a character that. Is a sidekick? No. Not a sidekick. Main, main character, yeah. Okay, sidekick. does this character have special abilities, like meaning like magic or uh, mutant or something ability nope. beyond just being strong nope. or funky? Okay. The 16. Um, 16. Oh, my goodness. So uh, kind of a generic character then. Uh, is this character that... Um, Is this a character that was supportive of a major hero? So kind of like a side character. No. So, okay. Wow. 17. Okay. Um, was this a... Was this a... Did this character have his own comic book or his or her own comic book? Well, you had already asked me if they were part of a team and... You've now asked me three times. They were part of a team. Part of a team, but did that team have its own comic book? Did the, did the character have his own comic book? No, no, no. Did the team have their own book? Is, Correct. I guess, yes. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Was this the West Coast Avengers comic book character? No. One more God, I don't even know what you've read beyond that, Charlie, because you've only talked about West Coast Avengers and Spider-Man and G.I. I Joe. I love the West Coast Avengers. <laughs> okay, so I'm running out of characters, so okay. Um, is this a character you love? 
You already asked me that. If it was, oh, you asked me if it was a character in a book. No, I said this is. Is this a character you love? No, I don't no, no, care per- about. No, if this is not a person that, if you love this character, that's the question. Is this a character you love? I don't care if it's somebody I, else who loves it. I love this character. Okay, you love this character. Then I'm out of choices. I don't know who this is. I'm like, is this Rick Jones is my question. Is this Rick Jones? No. Okay, I don't know who it is. And you're going to be super pissed because when I started this, I said licensed properties were on the table. Oh. So this is, in fact, Flint from the G.I. Joe team. Oh, this is G.I. Joe. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, you see, you're always very dismissive. When you, but, you know, we play this game and we usually never get it. You know what I'm saying? Which is what makes it fun. So now you can hit me what hit me with. I would not get Flynn anyways. I'm like, he's a generic character that looks like another he dude was, who looks like another was, dude. He was one of the main characters in the book. But I couldn't tell you between him and Hawk. I could not between General Hawk and Flint. They're essentially... I mean, it's a dude, well, white dude with a doing a thing. It's a dude doing a thing. You're absolutely correct. But exactly. that does obviously give me the opportunity to ask my first question. You're going to okay. have to keep track. Is so that, that is uh, it. I lost. I am a loser. Losering, losers, loser of the losers, losingest, I guess. Losering, loserstein. Okay, yes. so uh, that'll give me a chance to ask my first question. Sure. Which, uh, your, the, the, is this character part of a licensed property within comics? No. No. Okay. Is this a character that is featured in publications made by the Marvel Comics? Yes. Okay. Uh, is this a character that has appeared in uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe productions? No. Oh. Would this be a character who has been acquired and will appear in one of those in the future? I will say not acquired, but I would say no. We have no intention of this character in a Marvel comic or MCU. And and then MCU production. Correct. Not not an X-Men, not a Fantastic Four. Okay. Uh, Is this character human? Yes. Is this character... Male. Yes. Male character never intended to be seen on the big screen. Uh, does this character have superhuman abilities? Yes. Okay. Is this character a member of the Star Jammers? No. <laughs> well, I was just because I thought of there's some shit that'll never show up because Disney owns everything now. They've got yes. oh, except, yes. oh, except except uh, the Spider-Man. Okay, Hulk and Spider-Man, right? And yeah, I, I think Silver right. Surfer. I think maybe they no, have Silver uh, Surfer now. No, no, they don't have uh, the Submariner. That's who they were. Missing oh out. God, what was it? It was Silver Surfer, Submariner, and like Hulk. That was like well, was, like how did you not get those characters? Well, the Silver they had the Silver Surfer in the five. X-Men, the second one. So yes, have, I think now. Him. Now, yeah. yeah. I'm like, how did you not get Hulk? How did you not get Submariner? Like, well, the hot Submariner, you know, yeah, right. <laughs> audience it's, is huge. It's yeah. that speedo. Well, it's funny. It's feel like we're hiding in plain sight here. So okay. uh, is the character potentially Marvel's first mutant? No. Okay. Is the character a big green, big green rage monster? No. <laughs> Are you keeping track? Are you not? Are you keeping track? Uh, I am. I'm in the the text. I'm right here. Yeah. Ten questions gone, Charlie. You have have basically eight, nine left and one guess. I don't. uh, I I mean, what does Disney not own that they're going to put up on the big screen? Oh, this is a fun one. Because I made it not not obscure enough that you wouldn't know it. Okay. All right. So, um God, you know, because they own everything now. So what could it possibly be? They okay. do, and they could use the character. I'm just well, but say. that was that, oh, so you what you are really intimating is that the character it's not been announced that the character will be used. Absolutely. Okay, very good. So is the did I ask if the character was on a team? Did uh, I ask nope. that question? Nope. Okay, so now you is, are. Is the character on a team? Uh, maybe. I don't I'm not in intimate enough with the character to know if he's been part of the I think he has, but okay. it's not something that would probably be on like your major radar. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, is the character part of the Olympians family? No, not Hercules. Okay. 
Has the character been uh, – oh, you just – I asked you the team's question, and you kind of brushed it off. So, that's not a good one. So, you don't know if they're a team. So, uh, male character – is this character part of the, the cosmic superset of Marvel? No. Mm, Earth-based. Super-powered. Don't know if they're on a team. So, it's not like it's the thing from the Fantastic Four. It's not Wolverine. Um Shit. I don't know, man. Uh, and not a license, so it's not like it's Baby Yoda or some shit like that. Um, He's a character where I would be, I mean, maybe he showed up somewhere, but I'm like, I would be very surprised. Yeah. But it's not like an X-Men, like, oh, it's Cyclops and no, blah, blah, no. blah. It would be a character that I think you is on your radar. So it wouldn't be like like you know Ghost Rider because Ghost Rider's been in MCU stuff. I'm just thinking of like current Avengers like Black Panther, Captain Marvel, male character. He's a character we've talked about. <laughs> I was going to say Beta Ray Bill, but he's a human character. Not not this episode. Okay. We have not talked about this. That's like a, 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 right. a kind of a current question. And it's like, have we talked like, about this character in this episode? Right. No. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, this character's first appearance in the Marvel comics, did it happen before 1980? Ooh, I really don't know. So that just probably clues you into this character. Okay. He's kind of a, uh, a dicey origin story. Dicey origin story. Hmm. I wonder if, oh, was this android, uh, was this character uh, was male and, and human, right? That was covered male and human? Male and human, not inhuman. I don't know if he's an inhuman. No, no, no. Does, but it, do like, we really even know? Do we really, do we, do we know about any of us, about yeah. the ter- the Terrigen mists? We don't know. We do not know. Um... It's not Black Bolt, I'll tell you it's that. Not, or, or, or Triton, or Gorgon, or yes. Crystal, or Medusa. Yes, no no inhumans need apply. Uh, well, I was trying to figure out if it was maybe the original like, Human Torch, who was an android. Jim but, something, Jim Johnson, I can't remember yeah, his name was. Who technically appeared uh, in an MCU film. 1945, yeah. He was in the World's Fair of in Captain America, the 1942 yeah. you know, World's Fair. No, you're, you're, you're deflecting, Charlie. Let's get back on topic. Am I using my sling ring to Yes, deflect? you are. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, uh, oh, my God. Can I phone a friend here? No. No. I'd be your friend, and I would say no. No. Um. Human character. Uh, would this character exist in the um, in the multiverse? So potentially not on the Earth six one six that we're familiar with. So like maybe. a what if? Like I can't give what? you a definitive. Maybe like a what? Probably. If character? Maybe. Okay. Probably. I'll take that as a question. Okay. <laughs> so you're at sixteen. So oh it's an Earth Earth based character. So it's not yes. like it's, it's not like it's the Watcher. And it's not like it's a male, so it's not like it's it's Captain. Penny well, Carter. we didn't say male, female. We just said it's yeah, a yeah, character. We absolutely. It's a male. I, I, I that's what I just said. It's a male <laughs> character. We're like, that's fine. We didn't we didn't say that. Well, yes. yeah, it's a male character. So okay. yeah, and a super powered character, and not sure if they're on a team. Um, oh God, I'm thinking of the. Um, like the other character. Is this character a mutant? No. Not that no. I know, but I don't think so. Does this character uh, have uh, powers like the power of flight? Not that I know of. It's not like Angel from the, the Champions or Ice, no. Iceman. No okay. big wings. No teleportation. No, no, no uh, levitation, as far as I know. But a powered character. Yes. Ah. Oh! And not a licensed character, so you're not you're not pulling that one out on me. Nope. It's not like it's actually Duke from GI Joe. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a licensed character. No. Right, exactly correct. No. Okay, so uh, folks, if you're watching this at home, I'm just staring at Charlie, thinking, "When are you going to ask?" 
go. Uh, not in eternal, not in nope. inhuman. And yes, that's the Avengers Tower behind my back. If yes, you're watching indeed. at home, is yes. this a, is this a, was this character formerly a villain who became a hero? Uh, no, I would say no. Not that I am aware of. At so least. not like not like a Thunderbolt scenario. No. Man, it's a tough one. I want to get to the end here just so I can throw myself on the mercy. You have two door. questions, Charlie. Basically, a question and a guess. So uh, get well, on it like blue bonnet. But we don't really. So, is this a character? I asked you the before the nineteen eighty. So, do you have have you do you have an idea when this character debuted? Did you look it up since we were talking? But that's not a yes no question. So you have to kind of get a little more okay. granular to say when so, did this character appear? X did this character appear post the year two thousand? I don't know. <laughs> I would say this character appeared before the year two thousand. Okay. So that's your question and answer. Oh, Number 20. We're at the end of the road, Charlie. So no big wings. One last question and then a guess. Actual superpowers, male character. Um, was this character a member of the New Warriors? No. Damn. It was going to be like. Now speak. your guess is speak. intimate uh, or imminent. Eminent. Intimate yes, and in. in imminent it's it's not in a mint or intimate it's intimate because uh, we're the two of us so it's like two I'm, people and I'm it's imminent into, happening now it is happening now my guess is that it is five four three two one the falcon it is Brother Voodoo. I believe he's a character from the 70s, just so you know. Well, that's what I'm saying, because I said he appeared before the 2000s. So. Well, yes, but my earlier question was it before 1980, and you said, I don't know. So I don't know. Help. I mean, maybe 70s, yes. I, I'm assuming. Brother, uh, brother yes. Voodoo. Yes, probably. But from I think Marvel. I mentioned even before the, yeah, I think. Probably yeah. Brother Marvel Voodoo. And I think he was like a Sons of Midnight. Like I think that, so. Yeah, that, that, we don't really know much about the character. He's very mischievous, and he's very yes. M uh, mischievous or just mysterious, oh. mysterious, mischievous, all those things. Brother sure. Voodoo, check him out. He probably appeared in an episode issue of like Dracula's House of Midnight. I well, it was know. it was Marvel. I swear to God, there's a title called Marvel Jungle Action. Sure. Oh no. Marvel, oh no. I, I know. Want that. I know. Yeah, I know. I don't and want like, that, Charlie. Marvel Chillers or Marvel Horror something. Or, I don't know. You can look it all up, but it's a bunch of... It's you know, as long with there with Frankenstein and Werewolf by Night. and that Yeah, Jericho Drum is the name of the character. Uh, apparently his first appearance... I'm looking this up to see if I can find it. Um, uh, yeah, I'm looking this up. Uh, 1973, Strange Tales, 169. Oh, wow. Okay, so even before seven. Is that right? Yeah. Well, as often happens with this... We do a quite a job of stumping each other. So Stumparoo. Yes, you picked a licensed property. I picked a character that is kind of like dicey, but he's come right. back and he's come back strong. So we love Brother Voodoo. He's cool. He's supernatural. He is on the scene making the dreams happen. Purple and killing Supernatural. Yeah, so there we go. That is it for uh, our show. That is it for the Thunderdome. And that is it, guys, for this week. So, Charlie, um, I think it was fun. I hope everybody had a good time. time. Uh, so, with that, Charlie, take us out. You got it. I'm going to say thank you, friends, as always, for joining us. I'm going to tell you, as always, that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. Be the hero, not the villain. In a truck. Go big or go home. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.